0: of the full count i'm mark wampler of the richmond rebels along with my co-host brent lewis hey brent how you doing i'm doing pretty good how about yourself Oh, doing great sitting here looking a little snow outside and, uh, trying to look forward to spring training already as good as time as any to start looking forward to it <laughs> oh yeah yeah i'm sure there's there's plenty already looking uh, Tons of action going on in the Arizona Fall League. Some big names out there this year. And a lot in the Mexican League, from what I'm, from what I'm looking at and reading. Anybody you're following in particular? Oh, uh, I follow a bunch of guys. <laughs> well, that's the same as me. I follow a bunch, yeah. Um, as far as names, we'll hold a few of those. <laughs> well, let's get this edition of the Full Count kicked off. We're going to do a little recap on the... On the BDL Championship, we know that's been done by our friends over at the Ivy, but we're going to give you our little perspective on that. We're going to go over it a little bit, and then we're going to take each division and we're going to talk about each team a little, what their needs are, wants, uh, to make them either into a contender. Uh, So let's get started a little bit about the 2009 playoffs. Um, Brent, did it did it pretty well go about how you thought? Uh, the first round was not a complete surprise for the most part. Um, I'm, other than the epidemic, I mean, to go, I mean, I know the stats were pretty close, but six-two just from the goats, I just would not have expected that. Not to no, like totally the goats anyway, but the epidemic was just such a dominant force that you would have thought it would have been a lot closer than it was. Oh, absolutely. And this just uh, this is one thing I've said and said over and over. Um, I mean, you take one bad week or one down week, not necessarily even bad, but just down, and um, you know you hang it up, and I think that's pretty well what happened to them. Um, from what I've seen, there wasn't much he could do. Uh, he'd done everything he could, and just he was down and the goats were hot. So... And that 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 carried into that uh, mm-hmm. really uh, the other one uh, was a barn burner all the way through Sunday night with the Falcons and the Bulldogs. Yeah, that one came down to the tiebreaker. I mean, that just that shows the, how good those two teams were during the year. That just kind of put it into frame when it was in the playoffs like that. Oh, absolutely! absolutely. Yeah, that was. I mean, you you, you couldn't speak to Earn for a week here. You know, he, he was. You know, it's kind of like uh, you know, if, if you get beat twelve to one, you kind of walk off the field and say, hey, "Well, you know, there wasn't much we could do." Yeah. And, but you go out and get beat one to nothing, leave the bases loaded, and you start second guessing everything you've done, how we could have, how we could have won it. And I guess that's kind of how that series went. And I, I want to say it was the maybe the first postseason tie that had to be determined by a tiebreaker. Well, I think you're right. I think you're right on that. I can't swear to that. So if anybody out there listening knows for sure, then just post saying that I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the only one I remember. Unless one slipped by that uh, that I'm not thinking of right now. Um, and then the second round was pretty well a blowout both ways. Yeah, the two top two teams, which are kind of just ironic. I well, not really ironic, but I mean, it was eight to two in favor of Johnny, and then nine to one for Bill, and it was—it just shows how much of a t- how tough of a team those guys were during the season. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, they totally dominated. There was nothing. Um, I mean, you hate to say you almost knew what was going to happen, but yeah, that's about what we, everybody expected, I think. And then it was uh, the legendary face-off, which bill got the best of but i mean really i mean i know it it he got seven to three but if you look at the stats it was a whole lot closer than that the final score indicates i mean it was that final day it was changing almost almost with i mean every at bat yeah um i mean what you know okay getting up here and turning it on is when i you know i'm looking at the stats at four o'clock in the morning ten o'clock for you guys and it was yeah every morning uh it was something different uh, it was actually it was a very exciting matchup to keep up with for the whole week, and uh, as you said, I mean the the seven three score don't really indicate how close it was, and it really took a few days for Johnny's guys to to get warmed up because there was, it was at the beginning of the week it was almost going to look like a blowout, mm-hmm. but then yeah. the cars started to gear up and then it the final few days he was just right there at him right on his heels yeah yeah and that that sunday night was uh i'm sure a nail-biter in anaheim um i think everybody knows how much this one meant to johnny uh you know he done a lot of work with that team to get it in position to to go this far uh not taking nothing nothing away from Building damage. I know he has to. So, but it uh, come down to about what I think everybody was looking for, thinking was going to come down to. It was it was at the very least one of the most exciting playoffs we've had, final championship playoffs we've had. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with that. It was a very a very exciting one. Not taken not taken for granted the past ones, but uh, this one came down to you know, the two best we had for 2009, and, you know, that's that's kind of the way it's, uh, you know, supposed to work, but you kind of like it when the little underdogs slip in there. Earn uh, uh, a couple of years there back-to-back with just amazing everybody. So, that's, uh, you know, that, that always makes it exciting, but this year it kind of went the way that, you know, everybody looked at it going. Um, a little bit, um i'll have to throw this in on the side a little bit disappointing after it well even during it uh... but after it, it kind of seemed like the damage just totally disappeared and uh... I mean, this this is a big event for the bdl i mean this is this is this culminates the whole season championship week um... and i know when it was over johnny was in and you know when he'd given his perspectives uh... to to a point and uh... You know, I kind of understand him not going a whole out. I mean, he's, you know, he's hurting a little bit. Uh, but to not have damage, even to walk in and say, good game, man, um, that kind of surprised me a little bit. I was a little bit, uh, uh, well, personally didn't care for it, if you want to know. that's um, I thought he could have been a little more of a team player when it comes to the BDL um, and you know came in and gave a few more comments instead of walking in one day and posting about 10 times and you know um disappearing again uh, i thought that would have added to the excitement of it a whole lot if he'd have, uh i mean hell if he'd come in and bragged a little bit it'd have been fine <laughs> i mean it was a it was definitely a lot of comments said about that and i mean i can i fully i can understand where people are coming from with it it was I guess surprising is a word for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was me too. It really was. Um you know, and I mean I congratulated Bill along with everybody else in the league. And uh, you know, he had a hell of a good season. Um, and I'm sure he's gonna have more down the road. Uh, you know, I just kinda hope he decides to participate in the BDL a little more when it comes to a comes to something like this that means so much. Um, uh, so that's that may be a little rant on my part, and uh, if I step on toes, you know, so be it. I've stepped on them before, but <laughs> um, I just think that, that that could have been handled a little differently. righty. Well, we've talked about the '09, so let's, I guess, look forward to 2010. Here we go, 2010. This is, I think, what everybody's looking at now anyhow. Some teams um, more than others, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure you're right. Um, And I'm sure there's probably about 80% are just like me that's got their old legal pad out here and been sitting down going over a lot of these numbers and what needs to happen with their teams. But what we're going to do is we're going to kind of touch on all the teams just a little bit to see what we think you guys need to do. Um, And I uh, I think we'll start up north and... Uh, We'll give Mr. Johnny of the car company a little analysis here of what we think um, killer cars need to do to get back to the championship. Um, Brent, you want to kind of kick that off a little there? Well, for the most part, I mean, at least for the short term, I don't really see where he needs to do a lot. He may need to build up on on the bench a little bit. You have Kendrick Seth Smith, who seems to be regulated to part-time play and it seems like they're going with that in that direction and next year too right he's the only real backup i they have other than berkman but he's primarily a dh exactly exactly his pitching staff is probably one of the best if not the best in the league right I mean, he's got three aces with others being easily in that category as well Got healthy supply of closers, assuming that Lidge can not blow up next year. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's um, that. I think that's going to be a question mark right there. Um, I mean, when you're finishing the season with 31 saves and you've got a 7.21 earn run average and a 1.81 whip, um, something wrong there. <laughs> and we were talking about it on the forum briefly. I kept, I was like, why are they leaving him in there? And then I mean Johnny, he said, "Well, that's. Would you rather them? He needs to work it out now for in the playoffs that he'll be fine." And so far Johnny has proven proven me wrong because Lidge has been lights out so far in postseason. Exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah, he has. Um, so maybe that's the maybe that's the whole theory. Maybe that will work out with him. Uh, I kind of agree with you. I mean he's a little low on the bench. Um, the only other thing I see is age with some of his players are slipping up on him a little bit when you look at, like, Scott Rowland, Bobby Abreu, which, is which, having said that, Abreu's having one hell of a good year. Yeah. Um, For a shortstop. Right, right. Um, uh, Guerrero, just to name you know, a few. Uh, even Berkman, I mean, he's getting there a little bit now, but. Uh, I mean, those guys are still good for a year or two, but uh, the trade value of those are going to fall. Uh, I don't think you're going to be able to get a lot out of them. And I think that's one thing that um, and he's probably already looking into addressing that. Um, And that would be something I would look at. The only other thing, you you hit on his pitching just right. I mean, he's got a team um, in, in his pitching that's basically... You know, three or four aces. Um, everything's going to go work really good with that. The only thing that I see, <clears throat> excuse me, um, is the quantity. Um, if he gets two or three of those guys that go down for a couple of months, that could really, really hurt. Um, that that would be the one. If, if I have to say weakness, and I use that word lightly because he he has got if not the best pitching staff in the BDL. That would be a potential problem. He's had Rich Harden. I mean, he's, I mean, you know what you're getting with him. He's a walking injury risk. But Exactly. I mean, the guy's going to pitch 150, and he's don't expect anymore. <laughs> That's about it for him for a season. But, he's, I mean, he's going to throw you some good strikeouts, uh, decent ERA and whip. Uh, but that would be the one, I think I mentioned this once before, one Achilles heel with him would be... Not the lack of good pitching, just the lack of of um, quantity in pitching. Um, he's got several in the minors. Um, pretty good looking minor league. I mean, he's a little low in the, in the batting, but I don't think that's a that's a big concern. Uh, we've got Tim Beckham, the shortstop from Tampa. Casey Kelly, who is the shortstop slash pitcher. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. No, he's he's not exactly hurting down there. He's got some use to come up. Uh, plus, I mean, he's got Shelley Duncan and and Power, which are kind of old for to be on a minor league roster. But at the same time, he's got those first three picks in the first. He's got those three picks in the first three rounds to where he could really fill it out and probably use those picks for um for the for probably bats. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's jump on down to another team here in the north and talk about the Amish Brotherhood just a little bit. Already, they've they, they've got a ton of young good pieces to work with. I mean, they've got Price, weeders Rasmus. They've got um, Ellsbury, Miguel Cabrera, Tashiro. I mean, it it's not going to take much for that team to. Be a force, no. And he he showed some this year. I mean he, um, I mean he showed a little force. I, I think he's. Um, do you do you say a contender for next year? Maybe uh, it's possible uh, when you're when you're looking at. Um, uh, well, Mark Teixeira, the numbers he put up: thirty nine homers, one hundred and twenty two. Uh, then Miguel Cabrera um you know the official budweiser spokesperson um (laughs) uh jason worth i mean just to name a few he's got a lot of big guns um so that's uh these benches is is pretty pretty deep as far as the batters pitchers uh again uh i think a little low in the pitching but he does have some good pitching uh that can make make a big difference and um and some guys down in the minors that, that will probably make a difference in his team. I mean, I can he's – he's, in the minors, he's got Arietta on um, board. I mean, those are two fairly high-profile names. Right. I've got Jed Lowry
1: as <laughs> right, a minor league right.
0: shortstop, which is the one batting position where he really could stand an upgrade from what I'm seeing. He's got Christian Guzman and Julio Lugo. Which I that He, if he could fill that gap, I could see him being a contender. If some players perform just right. Exactly. I mean, exactly. It's, it's mainly, my concern with him would be the pitching. He's got Floyd. He's got excuse me, and, Balto, mm-hmm. and those guys are good, but they're young and fairly inconsistent. Right. Right. And a lot of them, and most of them, it's like their first solid season. Just exactly. I mean that it wouldn't it, definitely the pitching. He probably, I mean it wouldn't hurt to shore up some reinforcement there, even if it's like just the John Garland, the veteran in eaters, to make sure that he'll be okay. Right. He just he doesn't have a lot of pitching depth, um, uh, and basically um, he doesn't have a go-to guy. Somebody in line of a of a Valencia or a Santana that um, okay, we're hurting a little bit this week, but he's pitching. Yeah, uh, uh, he's got a lot of good ones, but to have that bona fide ace, he really doesn't have that yet. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, okay, David Price could easily step into that. Um, he's got some people there that could, but they're just not that many. And it's actually to me, it's a little worse than than um, the cars as far as the depth uh and again two or three people go down injured uh you're in a world of hurt uh, and he's got one closer um i think they had 20 saves uh, no let's see there's another one had uh, brandon morrow had six but that was i think that was scraps i mean he and plus he's in the north and that's with Johnny and the Nats being annual forces, that's that's tough. I mean, it's it's almost exactly. kind of like the Rays or the Blue Jays being in the AL East. If they'd been in other divisions, they could have been in the playoffs maybe more than they have been. Oh yeah, that's I totally agree with that. That's um, there's a big difference there. Um, being the North very competitive up and down it, and. Um, yeah, again, I think it'll come back to what he does with his pitching. I think yeah. that'll. I mean, he's got some bats. He's got some stuff there. That's. Uh, I mean, he, he's no. He's no pushover. I mean, he, he's a definite competitor every week. I mean, those guys—they really turned it on. It seemed like in the second half, to where, I think if he if his team had played the first half like the second half, he easily <laughs> could have been in the wild card contention. He I surely could have. You're right. You're right. That's um. Yeah, I I don't think a lot of people have looked at it like that. But you're definitely right, he could very well. It's really impressive considering the shape that team was in when he got it. Yeah. Because Dr. Bill really, he... Well, he done a doctor job on it. (laughs) He (laughs) cut it up big time, that's for sure. It was but (laughs) But but Joe's done a good job putting it back. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, he sure has. I I think he can contend, I really do. Okay, uh, we'll drop on down and uh talk about Newmarket just a little bit right. and uh see what we think old Don needs to do um, well, you mentioned earlier about age with the killer cars. I think that that is a that's an element that's even more pronounced with thats. I mean he's got oh, absolutely uh, yeah he's um uh he needs some help in that area. <laughs> Uh, just just a, a quick glance. I mean, I'm, you know, you're seeing Scott Podsednik, uh, Manny Ramirez, Jermaine Dye, uh, Jorge Posada. Uh, I mean, a lot. I mean, these these are some quality players. But it's um, not point going point. to be much longer, exactly. Uh, Chipper Jones, um, uh, okay. Garrett Anderson. Uh, these are some guys that are. Just not going to be around that much longer, and you know, is he going to wait till the time comes that they are? I mean, right now, I don't think he's going to get much trade value out of any of the ones I just mentioned. Probably uh, not in the off season. What he, assuming that he's not in the playoffs himself, I could see him getting more for those types with the play, for a playoff push team. Exactly. Yeah, that's what trying, he needs to do. If they're that's looking for that extra oom, they're going to pay more than then they will probably this winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, I, I think you should hold what he's got and not panic over that. Um, you've got a injury or two that's that's not looking good. I mean, um, Jose Reyes. I think probably everybody knows he had surgery. I think it was this week. Yeah, that whole soap opera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a mess in New York. That's for sure. Which. And the then, record, in it, well, I mean, it's not really for the record, but I mean, it's the Mets have gotten as bad as the Blue Jays as far as injury reports. Mm, let me tell you, yeah, that's. <laughs> um, I mean, you almost have to feel sorry for them, <laughs> and I mean, what what more can you do when you get that many people going down, and with the injury that Reyes has got, and I mean, he depends on his legs; that's his bread and butter. Yeah, I mean, and he could go the way. Of oh, Sednik. I mean, uh, he hit, you know, Pod had 30 steals this year, which is, yeah, you know, which is fine. It's not the 70 uh, or 65 that he you would think he would get, and I think that goes back to him. The same thing may happen with Reyes. Uh, just time will tell on that. Uh, kind of looking down at Don's pitching to me, that's probably the weakest thing on his team. He's got. One guy, Josh Johnson, had 15 wins, and other than that, uh, Jason Hamill, of Colorado's got 10, and there's no more um, no more pitchers in double figures at all. Uh, and it looks like a lot of his team, a lot of his pitching staff, are reliever, high strikeout guys, and closers. Which right, I mean, it could work, but it's it's kind of it's kind of risky trying to reach the innings limit or the, the innings benchmark of the, of the thirty innings a week, but right, exactly. Yeah, that's um, that's hard to do with what he's got. Um, and a lot of what makes it his pitching staff look not as good as it normally would be is he's got Markham and Volskes on the DL. They both went down this year. Yeah, which, yeah. That it. was a major hurt for them, I believe. I mean, it was those two guys were especially Volskez, was poised to become number, solid number three, number two, and possibly ace types. Right, right. That's, um, we're looking at his, uh, going over his team numbers, uh, he only had 76 wins out of the pitching staff, which ranks in the bottom, the bottom four of the league at 84 losses. Uh, only four complete games for the whole season. And a 4.36 team ERA and a 140 WHIP. Um, but that's going to get you a, a, the best you can do during the week is a maybe one win out of the pitching staff. Yeah. Two, if you really get lucky. That's his pitching is really. They needs some work, really bad. Um, the um, let's see, we, yeah, what you um, you were you mentioned Markham and Volquez. Uh, those two hurt him. Um, Don Trail. I don't know if he's ever going to get his head on straight. Um, he may be a lost cause ever since he, ever since his final season in Florida. Exactly, exactly. So I, I'm not so sure that's even a, even worth a mention as far as someone that could help the pitching. Um, uh, Miners. Uh, well, he's got quite a few pitchers in the minors.
1: Now he's um, got.
0: He's got Bumgarner who's he's number he's gotta be he's the top five yeah prospect, if not number one. I mean that's that's a big piece that really could come in. I mean I could I could logically see the Mets maybe taking a season or two off from trying to contend, try and replace those aging aging players with a couple of seasons you could use the post the playoff runners to try and get that extra home. Free or get that extra piece or player use those pieces and then build to maybe by 2011 or 2012 you're coming back. Mm-hmm. I mean he, if he goes down, I don't think it'll be long enough to where no. It'll be I, agree with you. I agree with you. He he's at the point right now that he can fix he can fix what's wrong with it. But if he goes much longer, it's going to be tougher, but I think you're right if he if he gave up on one year and concentrated You know, the way you're talking, I think that would, uh, his team would bounce right back exactly. I don't think that would be a question. Um, But I could still see him being a contender. Um, Yeah, I mean that too. I mean, he's, they're, again, they're old, but they're still, they can still do the job. Right, right. Okay, let's um, jump to the. Next team in the north, and uh, talk about the Portsmouth Wallabies a little bit here. Alrighty, um, be interesting and see what we can come up with uh, with this team. And looking up and down, uh, down this lineup, um, pretty good power numbers. Um, yeah, all in the second half after it was too late. <laughs> after it was too late, but it is there. Uh, now the 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 bat numbers look really good. Um, one or two holes that could be plugged, but the um, uh, blastings millage I'm looking at here. Uh, one thing that um, I'm sure you thought would have already been a bigger payoff than it is is Elijah Dukes. Uh, I would have thought by now that uh, he could have his head on straight and and producing about 25-25 in Washington, but so far it hasn't happened, and I know that's probably a disappointment to you. It seems uh, like every time he gets ready to get into one of those hot streaks, he gets hurt. It's, yeah. It's, I swear it has happened like four times this year to where he had to sit out a game, and it just messed up his his stride, and then he had to start over, and then it just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, you know, I'm, he was one of my original draft picks, I think i moved him to you and i've always kind of followed him um but he's just i mean he can break out easily i mean he, he's got the talent <coughs> excuse me um that's pretty obvious um, but up up and down up and down your lineup brand i mean it's when uh, I mean, you look at zimmerman with 33 home runs to with 32 yeah, thank uh, you, Stanley. with thirty-one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you yeah, you're putting up some pretty impressive power numbers. Uh, I mean, it, a lot of it's going to depend on Davis, and I, the outfield is it can use another anchor out there. I mean, I like Fowler. I think he's great, mm. but I mean, if I would like him to have a breakout season next year, it would make me feel a whole lot better. Fowler is the best jumper I have ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And for those of you who didn't see the play with Chase Utley at second in the playoff, Fowler could have jumped a hey, Volkswagen getting oh. over him. <laughs> oh, he has a number of the Wallabies, so. <laughs> yes, there you go. Okay, that says it all right there. Um, yeah, Dexter had, had 27 steals this year. Um, in a, well, I'd say a limited role in Colorado. He still had 433 at bats. Uh and he, he's got a ways to go. He, he could turn out to be, um, you know, a much better producer than he is. Uh, and, and that's a very good possibility. Uh, then I'm looking on up here Gordon Beckham. Uh, you know, th- this is some pretty good numbers for only 378 at-bats. Um, mm-hmm. This kid's got some stuff going, and he's liable to be giving you a little fit on a shortstop. Yeah, because I think he loses that eligibility next season, so he's regulated to third base. Right, right. So it kind of locks him down a little bit, but I mean, it happens. I mean, yeah, exactly, exactly. We've got. Um, I mean, it, I feel like the team is there, but it's not there. They can compete, but at the same time, they could just as easily do what they did last year and just fall apart. Well, I mean that 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 goes from year to year. Um, Uh, and you can say that about several teams and I'm not going to beat a dead horse but you can say that about Scotty's team ten times Um, you know beginning of this season you know I'd have laid money on the table you know if this team don't go all the way it's going to be so close it won't even matter and um, I mean with everything that happened to him I mean so it can go either way with that Uh, I mean with, with your pitching Billingsley, Buckholz, uh, Hanson. Uh, you, you've got the makings of, some, of a really strong staff for a long time to come, and that's not even uh, I'm okay. Aaron uh, Weaver, um, who had a really, really good year, um, and then throw in a couple of veterans like Lackey, um, uh, Perkins, uh, I, I think the pitching's there. Uh, it, uh, was, uh, yeah, the saves. That was that was one thing that was, to me, would be a definite improvement. Yeah, plus, we have Kennedy, which he everything I'm reading. He may compete for a rotation spot next year in New York, hopefully. That uh, yeah, and, I mean, I, the pieces, like I said, the pieces are there in one form or another. If not in direct actual pieces on the roster, than in trade pieces. I mean, it's right, right, and even even mentioning that with on the roster and trade pieces. I mean, when you when you jump down and look at your minors, uh, I mean, there's there's a wealth of talent down there. Uh, you look at Buster Posey, uh, Alderson uh, Bell. Um, I mean, there's, there's I mean you, you've got some good stuff in there uh that's going to make an impact at some point either as either on your team or as trade pieces in this i mean it a lot i mean i, I really would like it if vernon wells could go back to what he was but i'm not banking on that a ton <laughs> well that yeah i looked at him and uh i, I didn't mention him um for him to have 15 home runs and 17 steals and 630 at-bats, I mean, that, that's just not him. That, that's not, uh, as they say, that's not why he gets the big bucks. Um, yeah, he he, he, is, he would be a definite help uh, in your lineup, you know, if he could get back to what he would normally be up to. Um, Kinsler, um looking at his numbers, I mean, 31-31. Uh, and I think that kid's going to do nothing to get better. I hope the batting average increases a little bit, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's... He uh, didn't hit much. That may be down a little bit due to the power increase. Yeah. Uh, generally, I guess that goes along with it. Uh, you know, there are not too many Albert Pujols that come along that can hit three thirty and fifty homers, but... Uh, Okay, uh, I think uh, I think Portsmouth could be called a contender uh, easily. Uh, I would say contender if a couple of a couple more supporting cast, supporting cast members were added. Right. I yeah. Wouldn't, I'm not going to say contender right off because I mean I've I can still look at this roster and say they're going to fall apart again. I mean, well, <laughs> I'm just. Yeah, I know. I know how you. I know how you feel. That's a. Uh, you can always see that, but uh, the the biggest thing I see right off is an outfielder uh, and the closer. Yeah, that I mean, was, the bullpen's weak. Um, that was an area that I didn't really plan. Is a lot of that had to do with the de- the divine injury. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I leaned but, on him too heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And it bit me in the ass <laughs> yep yep I can see that that's uh, okay we'll jump over or down from the north to the south and I guess we can start off with uh, with the southern division champion and uh, we talk about them old falcons a little bit and once again he pulls the rabbit out of the hat Uh, i don't know what to say i mean uh, this this guy just constantly comes up with something and it's like every other year it's a team on paper that doesn't really blow you away no no uh, exactly You, you look down the lineup and uh yeah okay uh one two well there's 11 11 10 15 in home runs uh his home run leaders got thirty one. Andre Ethier, uh, David Ortiz. Okay, had a pretty good second half. He kind of come back a little bit, but horrible batting average for Ortiz I mean, two thirty eight. Uh, really was never, never back to his form. Um, and then, but the, he just kept coming and coming and coming. In the first half with Ortiz, it was almost like Ern was going. Without Ortiz, I mean that's just how bad it oh, yeah, yeah. was. And yet he was still there. He was still in contention even without David Ortiz. I mean, that's and that's one thing that's very strange. Because when you lose someone that you okay, this is this is the main gun. I mean he he's the face of the Falcons, David Ortiz. And for a while, you might as well have had him on the DL because he simply didn't count for anything. He wasn't doing anything. No production. And like you said, I mean, most teams would have almost folded. Um, I think the pickup, I think one of the best pickups he made this year, and I think it will help him a whole lot in 2010, is Nate McLeod. Um, I mean, he he had a little injuries, but still, I, I think you can look at a 25-25 out of him in Atlanta now if he can get a full season under his belt uh, with that team around him. Andre Ether, nice breakout year, 31 homers, 106 RBIs. And Frank Hoare had a really nice rebound after he got out of Atlanta. Exactly. That, that's some. That's another one that you kind of, okay, do you keep him? Do you move him? Is he, is he going to be what he was projected to be? Um, I mean, he ended up hitting 279 with 15 homers and 76, which is okay. It's okay. It's good numbers. But you kind of expect that up to twenty-five and a hundred, uh, which he very well can do. But I think you're right getting to get him out of Atlanta. Now the question is, when the, when New York gets healthy, what's his role going to be there? Is it still going to be you know, a full-time role? Um, and then then looking on again, the uh, reserve batters—that's a big, big weakness yeah. <clears throat> in the Falcons right now. Uh, and even you look, though he did get a he got a solid he got a really good comeback year for Blaylock consi- all things considered. But with between him and Diaz and he may have to give up a couple of those pitchers just to get some back up yep, in that Exactly. Interview. Exactly. Some backup ads. I mean, I mean Diaz is Diaz is going to be a he, he's a part time player. Um with with he, the minors that Atlanta's got coming in. Back into the outfield. I don't think he will be anything more than than a pinch hitter, a fill-in occasionally. Yeah, uh, he's the biggest. He's one of the biggest teases of a player I've ever seen. There are days where you could say, "Man, if he just played every day, he could hit 25 home runs and have a 280 batting average." Exactly. And then there yep. are days where he can strike out and look worse than Andrew Jones and Jeff Francoeur combined. Right. Right. And it's just he's a tease. Yeah yeah i agree with that and i do um you really don't know but which way to go with him but uh with the falcons with only two uh in a reserve batters that's a definite uh attention getter that's something that really needs to be fixed in my opinion uh, and what you said he may have to look at moving a couple of pitchers in some form um to get a reserve um uh, that's going to gonna pay off for him because you're looking at a first baseman. Let's see, I'm not even positive. Uh, Blaylock's uh, eligible at first base now. Oh, let me see. That's possible he's not. He should have lost third base this year, too. I know really he played some on the corner this year, but I can't remember how much and how often. He may have first or third because there was the time when Davis was sent down right, when Blaylock right. was doing hot. Right, right take a quick peek here and see. Because, I mean, it was, um, that was when he started to take off. He had 25 home runs. His batting average was atrocious, 234. But Exactly, yeah. Yeah, he looks like he will have first base eligibility, 66 games, sixty at DH, and one at third. Right. I knew he had lost something, but one of the positions, but I wasn't positive which one. And then again with Blaylock, I mean he's gotta stay healthy, which he's had a lot of problem doing the last few years. Yeah. The one the one player that would make a big difference in this team if he could have a healthy year is Ricky Week. Rick, Ricky Weeks. No, definitely that was, he was he was on pace to be a first round draft pick in twenty ten. Right. I mean it's, right. at his rate. I mean he was looking like he would finally after what, five years. Yeah, live up to what he should do. Yeah. And, um, you know, he gets gets slapped down again. And um, uh, that was just one of the other things this year with with the Falcons. I mean, you lose him. um, And, I mean, basically he had to put pieces together um, to try to compensate for a lot of that. Uh, And he ended up, and I think, if I'm not wrong, uh, Calypso he got off waivers I think Uh, the Kansas City second baseman and turned out to have a pretty good year Uh, hit 300, drove in 73 yeah because he was a free agent in in May actually Earn had him, dropped him and then picked him back up right, okay I remembered something, I I was thinking he was a he was a waiver wire pickup uh, which has been a lot of good ones of those this year but uh, anyhow, uh, so he's had to, he pretty well had to band-aid and patch a lot of stuff as it went on. But um, he got some hell of a band at the perfect time to. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, he, he'll tell you himself. I mean, his team is very opportunistic. Um, if he's playing a team that you would look at that says, okay, well, this, this team is better than him this week, you shouldn't have a chance. And it's almost like his team knows that and they step up. And um, he's been very opportunistic when it comes to the matchups. And uh, so uh, that's, uh, uh, you know, just one of the things that he gets done. Um, Closing a little, I won't say weak, he's got two 27-save guys in caps. And Soriano, Uh, Mike Gonzalez ended up with 10 so that's not the best situation but it's it's not the worst uh uh and again all his pitching up and down it um I mean having John Lester, Edwin Jackson uh Bronson Arroyo ended up with an extremely good year uh Joe Blanton uh so up and down all his pitching uh in which he's he's one that uses a lot of quantity uh and again, well um, okay, like John Lannan, okay, I know he pitches for Washington, but um, he ended up with a decent year, decent ERA. Uh, I think he picked up uh, Freddie Garcia, who had a good second half, uh, pitched some good games. So he, find, he finds a way to put things together. Um, He's got Eric Bedard that's that's on the DL, which that's nothing new. Eric Bedard is the DL. (laughs) Uh, If that guy ever has a full season and can pitch 220 innings, I mean, just go ahead and give him the Cy Young Award. But I don't think that will ever happen. Uh, uh, His minors, uh, he's got a couple, but there's nothing nothing that stands out a whole lot that's one thing he's done is he's not been as active uh, in the minor league draft Uh, I don't think he has a pick this year I think maybe a fifth round I'm not positive but he he doesn't have much No, no, the short has him with no picks no picks that's kind of what I thought He's got Matt Latos, though, and he could be a bona fide ace if everything comes together with oh, him. Oh, absolutely, yeah. He is one good when he's got in there, that's for the sure. Earns team, the Falcons, they remind me a little bit of the White Sox, where they don't rely so much on the internal, their internal pieces they trade and acquire. Right, right. And they end up being contenders. Right. Yeah, that's pretty well pretty well said in a nutshell right there. That's a... Uh, I mean, you got some. You got okay, Ryan Dempster. You got some people, some pictures like that with him, which okay, trade value is not going to be tremendous, but you know he'll get the job done for you, uh, and things like that that earn picks up that makes a difference in the team when he needs it, and uh, so I still, even with a couple of the holes I can see here, I still have to label him a contender. Uh, you don't ever label the Falcons a non-contender. Yeah. <laughs> I just guarantee uh, he'll be in there next year. Uh, he's going to be there one way or another, that's for sure. But, uh, okay, we'll drop on down and see what yours truly looks like a little bit. All Well, the outfield is fairly solid. You've got Marquecos. You have Adam Dunn. You also have Carlos Gomez on, on the bench. Um, Cody Ross, he had a very solid year. Consider, I mean, it's a little bit surprising because he was normally a, he started off as a part-time guy. Oh, right, right. And he kind of burst on the scene this year with 24 home runs and 90 RBIs, 270 batting average. Yeah, he, he, he he's a guy that I really didn't, I didn't think a whole lot of, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but I just didn't think a whole lot of production. He was more or less okay if I need to fill in, but he almost turned into a bona fide starter that you kind of had to run. Uh, uh, but he, he's kind of streaky. He'll have his, he'll have his weeks, and then he'll have weeks that you just got to get him out of there. Um, it kind of reminds me of when I had Ty Wigginton. Hmm. Um, that was about the same way. If he's hot, you have to have him in. If he's cold, don't. <laughs> um, real streaky. Even well, uh, Cody Ross on the Marlins, he was a th- he was. He, uh, I mean, this was his first year of really being an everyday player. Right. I mean, right. you couldn't rely on him until pretty much this season because I mean <laughs> exactly every- exactly he, during the cold streaks in real life they would pull him. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he's been pretty well productive all year. Um, the bet you mentioned, Carlos Gomez, that's that's one that I keep. He, he's kind of my Elijah Dukes now. He's the one I keep waiting for to end up being a 25 25. Uh, he's got the speed. Everybody knows that. But uh, I just don't think he's totally in control yet. I mean, he's still very young. Yeah. You know, and I think it's probably a lot of head games going on with him uh i mean 228 batting average last year nine this year uh so that's that's one i'm just still holding and waiting um and hoping he will turn out to be what the twins got him for um uh, another one and this is one of my trades that just seemed like it collapsed was garrett adkins um this is one guy that i was sure this is my third baseman this is yeah uh not whether matt holiday leaving colorado had anything to do with it or not i don't know i don't think that was it uh but his year just simply went down the tubes and that kind of put me to bind i did have a backup but uh i mean atkins was somebody I really depended on to to come through and be a be a top 10 third baseman um I think he needs a trade. Myself, I think that would help him change the scenery. Yeah, I mean, it, he was probably aided by Colorado to an extent, but I mean, still, he was in there, and he only managed nine home runs, only a .220 batting average. I mean, yeah, that's a yeah. steep drop off from twenty one and .285. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, I and mean, that's a considerable drop off.
1: Yeah, sure that's not a.
0: There. I mean, you can't, I mean, he only had 354 bats, so, I mean, Ian Stewart got the most of the playing time, and, uh, I mean, he was pretty well relegated to the bench. Um, kind of looking, I guess, at the pitching, um, probably one of my biggest concerns with it is another closer. Um, probably that, would be probably could stand that you get another starter as well I mean you trade away P to get Wayne right um, you got slowly who's hurt which he should come back and be fine right well now I've got Wayne Wright. yeah yeah oh yeah you meant yeah. trade right exactly exactly uh, uh, yeah um, I mean not so much not trying to knock the starting rotation but I mean you've you got Nielsen Puragoa if that's how you pronounce it I mean you've got David Huff Right, Doug Davis—he's not completely reliable. No, no, I mean, no. He's kind of a no. coin flip of a starter. He can either be That's real, about bad it. real bad. But probably just like every team here, one starter couldn't hurt. Him. <laughs> no, no. Well, uh, I mean, basically Figueroa, Davis. I mean, those are the ones that um do the quantity part of the. Um, of the rotation, if you need, you know, if everything else has failed and you need a little extra for it, no more than strikeouts and a possible win, um, that's basically what they were there for. Um, I mean, we ended the season with uh, Santana, Slowey, Bergeson, Litch, all on the DL, um, but still had enough pitching to, to compete, but it, it, it didn't work out. Um, I mean, you don't want to say Halliday had a down year, but... I mean, he had a, actually a good year, but... Uh, the win losses is... I mean, you know, this, that could have been a lot better. Uh, uh, hopefully, this winter, that wherever he goes, because if the new GM of Toronto, if he has any sense, he's going to trade him. Yeah, I think that'll happen. and I think that'll happen. His situation could be vastly improved. Exactly. Um he should be a perennial twenty game winner. And I think he would with the right team. Uh, uh the miners, um You got some I mean, there's some pretty solid bats in there. You got Flowers, you've got Chris Carter. Right. Who was right. doing not really what I expected him to do once he stayed in double A, but that's how you roll the dice I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's uh uh, the last I read about him, he was actually up for Player of the Year. Uh, that sounds about right. <laughs> they had mentioned that. Uh, he's put up some pretty solid numbers. Uh, he's in the Arizona Fall League now. And um, from what I have read out of Oakland, they were talking about not renewing um, Jack Cust's contract. Okay. And that would be an open door. For him in 2010, if you know if he could make the team out of spring training, uh, that may be a little quick for him. Don't know. That's uh, uh, and flowers. That's that's one I'm really hoping will uh, bloom into something. Uh, uh, okay, I had to do that. I just had to. Uh, uh, Mick Noonan uh, had a pretty good year this year. Um, Jordan Schaefer uh, been out with wrist injury, but kind of look look for him to be one of Atlanta's starting outfielders for a long time. Uh, Matt Joyce had a good year at Durham. I think he'll be I think he'll be with Tampa Bay pretty soon. Uh, so there, there's a few names. Uh, the Miners pitching is not not that great. Uh, Really, the biggest name right now that I've got after Huff came up, and Burgesson would be Casey Kiker Yeah, he's he's got a lot of um, got a lot of potential with that one. He's he gets talked about quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, he's the he's really the last one of my minor pitchers that are. uh, You can look at Joe Saber and Mitch Tal, but they didn't have that good of a year this year. Uh, So that that's. uh, that's an area we're going to be working on in the in the draft this year. Is uh, is some starting pitching prospects, and don't let the chart fool you where it says there's no picks for the Richmond Rebels. Okay, sounds like somebody's been doing some trading. <laughs> well, there's been a thing or two go on, so uh, we may be heard from in the draft before before it's over. Okay, let's jump on down and look at the Aggies a little bit. Now the first thing that I notice is catcher. Right, right. That could stand to use an upgrade. He's got Shopik and um, Veritek, who is way past his prime, and I wouldn't be shocked if next year he's even... A, just worth anything anymore he was uh, uh, with victor martinez in boston now that pretty much killed a lot of veritex value even just by getting every day at bats exactly right being productive right. with those at bats <clears throat> right um that's uh, uh this i guess is the probably be the first off season for jeff right uh first draft i'm not sure about for i think i can't remember i think they were there before the season started or right when it started right right definitely be the first draft so we'll uh we'll kind of get to see how he how he plans on stopping or fixing a couple of holes that you're talking about and catcher definitely is one of them um looking up and down the team team, team is pretty strong um there's a lot of big numbers um Three guys over 100 RBIs, got four over 30 home runs. Um, so he, he's got some kick in the lineup. Um, pretty good steals. And he was right up there with you guys there for a good part of the season. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, he, he stayed very close. A couple of injuries and slumps, I think, is what mainly took him out. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. He's right yeah. there. He could. It could easily be a three-way three-way race. And that's, that's a big possibility for next year. If he can make um, a move or two, uh, uh, he's solid in the, in the bullpen, solid closers. Um, pitching, uh, he's got six pitchers that are in double digits in wins. Um, and they're, they're fairly young. He's got a couple of a little older ones, but, I mean, everybody's got that. Um so I, I'm a little fine tuning on this team, and uh, and I don't think it would take a lot. And yeah, yeah, he can be right there. He lo- lost Paulus um, Pena for I guess basically the second half of the year, yeah. uh, which definitely don't help to lose that kind of power. Pena was going to push fifty home runs before the season was over. Uh, he ended with thirty nine. And and looking else, on he, the, his minor down at his uh, minor leagues. He's got a yeah, he's got some solid guys down there for sure. Right. You got Morero, Lars Anderson, Fre- Freeman, Sean Rodriguez, Wallace, Burgess, Gorky's Hernandez, who he's he's more of the speed type, but nevertheless he's still a fairly solid prospect. Right, right, right. Bud Norris for Houston. Right. I mean, he's got the stuff to really build on something. Well, again, he, he could build either way he wants to go. If he wants to wait on these guys a little bit or use them as trade pieces, um, I think he could get some really good value to fill the holes he needs. Um, but I, I can see him uh, being a lot tougher next year, really can in the South. I mean, he's right there like a couple other teams. I mean, he could just easily be a force and not really have to destroy anything right. as far as we've right. already got. Right, exactly. exactly. And on top of that, he has 11 draft picks. Right. According to the, the table, assuming that. that he hadn't made any trades. Right, okay, yeah. Yeah. Including right. six of those 11 being in the first two rounds. Yeah, yeah. So, so he ready. should be able to load up pretty well. Yeah. Next is the Bayside yep. Bombs. Oh, we'll jump down to the Bums, and this being our newest member, and for lack of a better word, the worst team as far as as far as assets go. Um, he's got his work cut out for him. I mean that's you know that's an understatement to say that. Um, I mean, he's got a few pieces that he can work with uh... the um... the miners are not overly strong he does have Carlos Santana Yonder Alonso, uh... Gabby Sanchez so he's got a few guys down there that's um... that can come along and help him either either in that way or as being as, as trade pieces um where to start i wouldn't really i don't hardly know if i would do it uh either batting or pitching uh well he does have the premier draft pick this year so i mean it's you know who he's going for <laughs> oh absolutely well that's um yeah yeah that's a that's a, that's a given there the strasburg's the one everybody's after and it can, it can it'll be a valuable piece no matter what he does. If he keeps him and Strasbourg does well, he's got a potential bona fide ace. Exactly, exactly. And he could easily trade the pick or draft Strasbourg and then trade Strasbourg and then get who knows what for him. Right, right. Because I'm I can only imagine how many people have been going after him for Strasbourg. I'm sure the phone is ringing off the hook or the <laughs> or the PMS. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's um. Whichever way he does decide to go, I mean, it's, um, I mean, he, he'll help the team uh, if he decides to go with an established player for the pick, or even keep Strasburg to go with with what he's got in the starting pitching, uh, which is not. I mean, he, he's got some pieces there, uh, Derek Holland, uh, believe a few. A few uh, Felix, uh which I'm not totally sure what they're gonna end up doing with that kid yet. Now I think they're supposed they're gonna try him in the rotation in spring training, I believe I think that's yeah, that's what I had saw. You know, I would hope they would do it because if they make him a bullpen guy, that'd be the biggest waste. I think it would too, I really do. Um uh, uh Andy Sonnenstein I mean, turned out to be a huge disappointment. Um Sowers um I mean his numbers are I mean these are some that you would expect him more out of uh so so this team's hurting when it comes to that it simply needs it just needs time there's nothing really you can say that could fix it you yeah. uh, with, within a year he just couldn't do it uh, but I think if he keeps working with it it'll uh, it'll eventually jump up and win a few games. I mean, with some of those younger guys, you can really see glimmers of them down the road being a tough team. I mean, they've got they've got the very beginning pieces. I think. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know on paper right now it does not look good, but I think with some key trades and a couple of good drafts, he could be a five, but he could close to 500 team. Right, I, personally, maybe right. I, I may be more optimistic about it, but I mean, I. The more I look at the team, the more I can see how it can be a contender. Probably Exactly. What others exactly. may think. Now, one thing that, um, that a lot of people are not looking at, and this is something that I think Al needs to do, which would really help this team, is there's several teams in the league right now that are going to have to drop some players. Yeah. This has finally come. It's trying to come full circle now to where a lot of these minor leaguers are losing minor league eligibility. They're going to have to come up. They're going to have to either that, go to the free agent pool, or whoever the, the owner decides to, whichever veteran to drop. So the free agent pool is going to really increase now. And that's how you got Cody Ross. I mean, that Cody Ross to and to and, and call out another one, Jason Bartlett. yeah with the year he had he was sitting right there the only reason I picked him up was for for steals for one night hopefully and he turned out to have a breakout year um, Brandon Inge um, okay he ended up he didn't have a good finish but you know you can't argue with 27 home runs it off the waiver wire rarity. <laughs> a rarity um, so there will be some things out there and a lot of this is going to depend on uh, who's our first to pick him up And I I think he can help himself a whole lot by doing some of that. Yeah. I mean, he's got enough players on that roster where he can afford to drop them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay. um, I believe that wraps up the Southern Division. That wraps that one up. Um, Do you want to jump? We can jump down to the East. Uh, and we can we can uh, let's see. Well, let's just look at Baltimore first, since they are the top dog in that division. No offense to all up. Huh? Man, with epidemic, it's he's got a strong team for the most part. He's <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> He's got a lot of reserve pitchers, at least in quantity, fairly good quanti- uh, quality. Nipper right. is kind of right. It's probably the weakest one that I see right off. Uh, Washburn, he did, he had a breakout season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's and got Tim Hudson, who finally came off the DL after the um, Tommy John. Right, right. He's got Derek Jeter, who had an awesome season, but. Part of me wonders if maybe he shouldn't try and move him. Well, you're, again, you're looking at the age factor. Yeah, um, the age and the – it seems like he has roller coaster seasons. One year he'll do good, one year he won't. One right, year he'll do good, one right. year he won't. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a definite maybe um, as far as a whole. if you look at his – and th- this is – okay, it's a little different here. If you look at the outfield, uh, you know, he's got 16 total home runs in the starting outfield. If you look at what uh, at what would be the starters, uh, that's not including Brad Hoppe. Uh, but they've combined for close to 100 steals in the outfield. Uh, and his power is coming out of, of um, Ryan Howard, Ben Zobrist, Evan Longoria, uh, and Zobrist is, is another one that had a huge breakout year. Yeah. Um, but the, the outfield, as far as any type of power, is a little weak. But he's making up for it with steals there. And that's, uh, I mean, that's still a scoring category. Course, oh, that's the quicker guys, are they're going to most likely score more runs. Right, right. And then the guys that drive in the others. I mean, Yeah, exactly, exactly he's one of the quickest teams in the league but i mean it seemed to work because i mean it got him got him to the second round yeah yeah so you can't think much you can argue with that uh i think he's glanced out of here he's got about six pitchers seven pitchers that's double digits and wins uh fieldman carpenter um he's got a good base um Derek Lowe. Uh, as far as uh, okay, lo- looking at Wakefield and uh, you know the Washburns and Zito's. I mean, that, you're looking a little bit of age there, but Zito kind of rebounded a little bit this year. He's got a lot of the. He's got a lot of those old veteran types that are. They're not outstanding. They're not going to blow you away, but at least from start to start, you know what you're going to get. You know who you can. The other, you know, what other pitchers you can trot out there, right? right. Based on who, the, what games the veterans have left, and right. Uh, yeah. jump, jumping down to the minors, he's uh, he's going to have some pitchers. He's going to have some decisions to make. Actually, uh, he's got a couple that'll probably reach their innings limit. Uh, uh, Hank Conjure catcher from anaheim uh, uh drew Stubbs, a uh, couple of decent bats he's got Stubbs and only 180 bats looks got eight home runs 10 stolen bases uh and andrew bailey yeah, he was a he was a surprise because he was not even considered for the closing role no exactly exactly i mean it started out we were supposed to have been zagler yeah, Ziegler yeah. than Divine, and it was pretty much assumed that Divine would eventually take over because he was better with the strikeout. Right. Then right. Divine got hurt, and Ziegler got hurt, and then when Ziegler tried to come back, he didn't really have it like he did before, and then Bailey stepped up and never looked back. Yeah, he he simply took that role away, and um, yeah, he turned out to be. You know, one of those you would never expect, um, and again that gives him, uh, well, not an exact number, but probably around 115, to 20 saves, and uh, so that's uh, that's a pretty good amount. That'll that'll definitely keep you in the in the category. Uh, a weakness, um, uh, reserve batting. Yeah, uh, he's he's a little weak there. Uh, Perensky's on his way out in Chicago. That's pretty well known. Um, Overbay, uh, you know, he's still got a little time, a few years left to go, but you're not going to get a ton of production, but okay for a backup. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that I'd like to see him try and get, and I know know it's very speed-centric outfield, is get another another bat like Brad Hopp, maybe. yeah, Yeah. Another, just a... To back up the power from Howard and Longoria and Zobrist, exactly. because I mean, exactly. it, Zobrist is one of those players that's almost too good to be true. I could see, I can see him Zobrist like, probably fading back to twenty home runs. Yeah, that, I mean, that, I think that's about. I mean, he had ninety-one RBIs. He scored ninety-one runs. The ninety-one runs scored is, is about what. Okay, that's that's about in the in the line. Um, in his but own. to be a huge run producer, um, I mean that that just wasn't in his. That wasn't what you expected. Um, so I think he will fade back a little bit in that area. Could improve in others. Um, and the one thing that is a little bit troublesome is he's already twenty eight. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's. I'm wondering if he. It may not be one of those one year wonder type of things to where. I mean, if you look at his minor league numbers, the highest amount of home runs he had was an 0-7 with seven home runs. Right. Right. And he bursts on with twenty seven. Yeah, that's a little bit A little bit you yeah. almost wonder if it's if it's what was batting behind him. Yeah. And they were giving him the better pitches mm-hmm. and he took advantage of it. Um, but I mean that's that's part of the game, so yeah. I mean, it's just just to have something to back that up, I guess, is what I would look for if I were Matt. Right, right. Just in case he does fall into obscurity again. I mean, exactly, 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 right. But still got to label him a contender. Oh, no, definitely. I mean, that's, yeah, he'll be up there again. Absolutely. All right. well, let's look down at the next one, and we'll give Craig's team a little look and see, uh, mm-hmm what we think the, the guy from D.C. can do. Well, the One thing that kind of I noticed is he could stand to have a better another outfield bat. Maglio has not been himself for a while now. Right, <clears throat> he's got Jason right. Nixon there. He's got Milton Bradley, Niger Morgan, who I know he's doing good, but he's not really a power guy personally. No, exactly right, right in jason bay you don't really know where he's going to end up i mean he'll still be he'll still be an anchor but just he probably couldn't could hurt couldn't hurt to have an extra outfielder no no you're right there that's uh uh bradley who knows what'll happen with him next year uh i don't think he'll be back in chicago but you never know um and like you say, Nigel Morgan, you're not going to have a lot of power, but you've got quite a bit. And he's a 300 batter. Um, but it still doesn't give uh, give the the outfield. Like you said with Maglio, it doesn't give it the, the big kick um, without Jason Bay. That would be the the main one. Uh, Next. Uh, I'm actually not really high on him there. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that would be that would definitely be a trouble spot. I would say would be outfield. Um, Bay has been rumored in and going to Toronto. So whether that will, that has got to be. I would have to say a negative as far as. Where you're playing at, you'd much rather have him in Boston. But yeah. Uh, but overall, and you look, you see, um, like Russell Brandon 31 home runs. Uh, uh, Soto, uh, who knows what happened to him this year. Uh, yeah, it took uh, him a while to finally to hit his stride, not get yeah to get going. Of course, with Victor, checked him in a while. I can't. No, he ended up with 11 home runs. So mm-hmm. he did do some of it but next year would be very very telling if he can come back then great. If not then you're probably gonna have to stick with Victor Martinez for a while and Yeah, yeah. But I don't think he would he's in any hurry there. I mean he's okay with Victor Martinez there. Yeah. Um and can kind of wait on Soto. That's not a not a big hurt at all. Uh, going going through his pitch and um He's definitely saved heavy. A hell of a bullpen. Um, if, he, if he doesn't win that every week, he'll be close, That um, uh, which looks great. Uh, the pitching, the starters. I uh, could use something behind Kane and Zambrano. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be the one. The one thing, and I, I, it seems like you keep repeating yourself on this on the starters. Uh, now he did have Brandon Webb on the DL. Give it, give it that, um, which is a bona fide ace. Uh, other than that, you're looking at Matt Kane uh, as, as probably the main main guy in that rotation. Um, his, his rotation. For well, the most part, was fairly strong. He just had a bunch of them go down with injuries at one time. He had right, well right. He had Scherzer. He had um, uh, Carmona, which he didn't really get hurt. He just fell off the map. Oh, that—that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, it—it it was just it mainly was poorly timed collapses. I think for some of his star, from the, some of his stars, which if they can come back. He should be good to go there, I would think, for the most part. Right, right. And I want to I wanna back up just a second here. Uh, kind of got ahead of myself, and if I don't correct this, I'm sure Craig's going to let me know about it. Um, but Soriano was on the DL, and I kind of omitted him from the outfield. <laughs> eh, hey, so, well. But even though his season didn't look very good, that is the other... Outfielder, and I didn't, I didn't include him. Um, I and mean, I think Soriano, I, I don't think you're going to get much more out of him what you're seeing right now. I'm, I'm a little bit worried about his, his knees. Really, I mean, it just I mean, he could come back. I don't know. Just something. Get a bad feeling about him. Not to rain on anybody on Craig's parade with him but there's just something about Soriano that I'm wondering if he may just never be what he was before I mean I could be wrong I could be completely wrong I'm just just have one of those feelings about him right right yeah well i I can agree with that that's but he kind of went the way the Cubs went this year uh, you know it just kind of seems like that whole organization went the other way and as you know and I know I mean he, mainly his rosters built around them uh, as far as key players or key players so and looking down at his minor league system I mean he's got he's got a couple of things down here that can probably jump up and help him a little bit he got Tyler on he's got Cloven he may right. be a couple years away, but with him being an outfield, that may be perfect time for when Maglio or Soriano does get to where they're not much of a use. Maybe by then, Cloven can step in and be that force. He got Gregory and Who he got him like two hours before I was getting ready to grab him myself. Oh but, wow! wow. <laughs> uh huh. So One I of know. those. A little bit, of, a little bit bummed, but yep, yep, absolutely. So he's he's got some pieces there to to kind of help him out a little bit. Um, up and down the whole lineup, his whole roster. I mean, he he's strong enough. To, he he's going to contend. There's no doubt about that. And plus, he's got he's got three draft. He's got three picks in the first two rounds, and that'll that'll definitely help him shore up at least some minor league talent. Right, right. Or use those in trades to get other pieces. I mean, it's he's got a healthy team. He should be a contender next yeah, year. Yeah, There's know. nothing. Nothing that I see. I mean, he's 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 strong in the bullpen. Um, another starter would be good. Um, I think he could he could help himself out a whole lot in that area there. Uh, if Soriano comes back healthy, um, to go along with what he's got in his bats, there's no shortage of the. No shortage of power, that's for sure. I think that he was one of the two teams that actually hit over 200 home runs, and I'm looking that up now. But I think he was. He had um, so between Bay and Derek Lee both having or having 35 and 36 respectively. Right. I mean, right. It, it would not surprise me in the least bit. Plus, Brandon with 31 on the bench. I mean, it. And he, uh, the dogs had um, 211 home runs uh, killer cars 235 and the billy goats 204 and those were the only three teams that went over 200 home runs in 09 so he's got the kick I mean it, it's there he's got the power uh, a team batting average of 280 so that's that's about what you want um I mean, if, well, looking across the board at at all of his batting numbers, uh, it's pretty pretty damn good. I mean, it's it's not a, there's not nothing weak about it anywhere. If you're looking at you know extra base hits, even doubles uh, on their own, I mean, he's over 300 of those. Uh, 779 runs batted in, which was good for third place, I think. So the whole team up and down as far as hitting uh, really looks good. The um, the one thing that was a little weak again, and I think this goes to maybe another starting pitcher or two, uh, he had 95 wins, lost 107 as, as a pitching staff. 458 earned run average and 142 whip. That's very high in my opinion. Uh, it looks like... a it, his that may be a little bit weighty cuz it looks like um Carmona he had 125 innings but his whip was 178 of uh, one seventy six. Yeah. yeah. So if you yeah. just took him out and plus um Ryan Fuentes was a 140 whip despite a 393 ERA. I mean it and he had five losses. Right. I mean it. Right. I think if you just took those two guys out his his pitching would look probably as a whole a lot better. Yeah yeah I think that's a and that would probably be an area that uh, that would be good to work on uh, as far as as far as a trouble spot, which I don't see like you said, I don't see a whole lot with that team being too many things they need to look at, but that may be one. okay, let's jump on down and have a quick look at Gotham City. I mean, his. It seemed like with Scotty's team, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong at the wrong times. Well, it, yeah, I don't think you're going to get argument out of that, and this has already been talked about and documented <laughs> more times than not this year. And he's probably very tired of hearing about it. I know, so we won't. Uh, <laughs> we we won't dwell on on this too much. <clears throat> Um uh, as far as these bats go, um, I won't say there's a lot of holes, but I'll say there's some places that needs needs a little bit of fixing. Um uh well you spots. almost hate to go there because I mean you had David Wright out with Hurt, you had size Sizemore out hurt. Um, there was a lot of things that led to some, some of the holes that look like that are really not. Yeah, I mean, the one thing that, the two biggest issues I could see would be shortstop and catcher. Yeah, Russell yeah, Martin, I I'll totally agree there. Yeah, that mm-hmm. those were, and, and that's not Russell Martin type numbers. No, I mean, I would probably give him another year. Absolutely, that's, yeah. Um, but if he does again this year, uh, does next year we did this year? I would. I wonder if he can't help but wonder. Maybe he needs to move him and look somewhere else for catching. I mean, it's, that's possible. Um, he, he's, I mean, seven home runs and fifty-three RBIs out of him, batting two forty-nine. That that's just not. No, that, that's, that's it's not what the kid does. I mean, he's much better than that. Um. And then you kind of look a little deeper, and that, especially at first base, uh, when you're looking at Carlos Delgado and Todd Helton, uh, I mean uh, that's a that's an area I would say, okay. If you look at Helton's numbers, you wouldn't think so, but if you look at age-wise, and I think Delgado's going to What's he pushing, 38, 39 now? Uh, he's getting up there. So that would be a place that needs to be looked at. I mean, I know he had um, Big Ryan and moved him for some pitching. Uh, and plus he got, uh, was that the deal where he got Dustin Pedroia or was that the other big deal he did at the deadline? I can't. Oh, let's see. I think you're right. I think that's right. Um, Pedroia, um, Pedroia was the one that he did with... Was that the one he did with... I don't know. I can't remember. I don't have any function. No, no I'm, I'm not... I will probably get a message on this one, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I, mean, I mean, I know he got rid of hot Ryan Howard, but he's, he got some solid pieces for it, and Todd Helton isn't a slot. I mean, he's not going to hit 35 like he used to, but he's still batting I'm 325, 15 home runs. Right, right. I mean, it's still fairly solid production for a first base yeah, of that exactly. age. Yeah, um, th- exactly. Uh, was it Willingham? I think that was part of the deal, too. I yeah. think that was part of it, which, I mean, he's got 24 homers. He ended up with a pretty decent season. Um, reserve batters. I mean, honestly, uh, which I mean, I'm talking after my style. I think he's got a few too many. He's got six. Um, I, I really don't. I won't run with any more than four. But that's just the way I do it. Uh, I think he could. Uh, I think he could help himself by adding a little more pitching and backing off maybe one or two of those. Um, and something else to know is he does have Jay Bruce on the DL with 22 home runs and only. Right, yeah, on the okay, that's that. that's a, that's a bad on my part. Yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, I mean, his batting average is pretty bad right now, but if he can get that up, I mean, that'll be that'll definitely help. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Plus, I mean, King Griffey Junior. I I fully expect him to retire. Well, you're looking at uh, Junior, Randy Wynn Um, I mean, those guys. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, you hate to say it, but it's about over. Uh, they're not going to give you a lot of production, and you can see it. Well, Griffey had 19 home runs this year, but still, batting 214, that's, I mean, he's not a starter anymore. And, uh, but with a healthy size more and Delgado, Bruce, uh, that could really help him. He's pitching. Uh, he's got a decent bullpen. Uh, compete with that. I mean, Felix Hernandez had a really good year well really good he had an excellent year uh 19 and 5 217 strikeouts I mean he's uh got a definite Cy Young candidate uh 249 earned run average uh Kashmir was a little disappointing uh yeah I mean Jurgens done I'll get Jurgens done about what I guess about what you'd expect maybe a little better as far as ERA and whip uh I think the record could have been a little better than fourteen and ten. And then that was Atlanta's fault, believe me. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think that's uh, yeah. Uh, but he's yeah. only got four starters that's got in double figures and wins. But he's had uh, John Mayne out, Oliver Perez out, uh, Wang. Who knows what happened to Wang? Um, so he had some problems with the pitching, uh, and uh, nothing that he could control. I mean, it was just. Uh, bad luck, uh, and then when you've got when you've got players like Sizemore, Bruce, Delgado, that you you know you definitely have to have. That's a third of your lineup, and they're not there. There's just there's not much way way to replace that. I mean, plus you had Oliver Perez. He was. There weren't many expectations for him, but even he did worse than what people were expecting of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah, of the quote-unquote knee injury, yeah. I still question at least yeah. in the initial excuse of that. But right, right. Topic for a different day. Yeah. And jumping down to these minors, there's really not much reason to do that. <laughs> it's, Justin Smollick, that's the only thing I can say. Because uh, yeah, well, that was part of the um, Tula whiskey tray. It was a big deal right. going to him. It was him and A-Bar. Which yeah. Again, thank you, Scotty. <laughs> um, so, uh, other than that, mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of help coming from there. Uh, at least not in the short term. He's no. got Reese Havens. He was fairly solid prospect. I haven't checked up on him lately. He's got Eric Young, who is a speedster. <clears throat> And um, Aaron Cunningham, I I still like him. I'm wondering if he may not be done as a legitimate prospect now. But, right, right. <clears throat> and people still have high hopes on Lincoln bell trades. So, I mean, it's not – he doesn't have many, but you've got a couple of them that are fairly, fairly solid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's not – He's not dead in the water, but um, pardon me. I think he needs to get back into that mode. I think he um, traded away a lot and kind of went for broke as far as getting back to the championship. And I think that's that's what's come around to bite him a little bit here at the end. Uh, but with a healthy team, it's a very competitive team. Uh, He will be competitive again next year. There's no doubt about that. um, Shore up the pitching a little bit uh, is what I see. Bullpen is is serviceable. Uh, Another starter or two would definitely help, but with a healthy John Maine and a couple of them, that that may not even have to be. Um, But, yeah, definite back in contention again. Yeah. Okay, we're going to jump down and do Rockland. And that'll finish up the East and as I'm looking at the clock we've already been about an hour and a half. That's about what I've got too. <laughs> so we don't wanna we don't wanna overextend and get this along everybody don't wanna sit there and listen at it. So we're gonna do Rockland and we still like the West and we will be back with another show and we will definitely put a big spotlight on the West. So we'll jump down and <clears throat> see what we think the boys from Bedrock are doing. All right, we've, well, he's got Nick Swisher, who had a 29 home runs, 250 batting average, which isn't good, but with nearly 30 home runs, you can get away with something like that. Well, I, I, I kind of said before the season even started with Swisher going to New York, if he got full-time at bats in that lineup, he's going to get some pitches to hit. And it pretty well showed. He uh, he's had a really good year in New York. And uh, again, the batting average is down a little. But of course, that's Swisher. That's that's he's not going to hit a lot more than that. I don't think. Um, probably his two crown jewels are the guys that are from his native country, Canada. Uh, Aaron Hill and Adam Lynn. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean Aaron Hill. This was his second. Year where he was really outstanding, and this was, I believe, Lynn's breakout year. I can't remember what he did last year. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the best he's yeah exactly. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a MVP candidate. There's no doubt that. And he, uh, I mean, it's he's he's got a lot of pieces to where he can really be good. And if it sounds like, according to some of his posts, he's possibly made a fairly big trade. At least I'm assuming it looked like possibly Joey Votto with the wound. That's what I read. I read the same thing that you read, and that's who it looks like is uh, who's going north of the border. Um, yet to remain, to, don't know what he had to give up, but, I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting. I mean, I've talked to, with Scotty about this a couple times or one time and said that I have a feeling that once the tr- we're... Able to trade that team could the Rockets are going to probably look a little uh, quite a bit different. Just, yeah, just I can, feeling. I mean, I feel like he's really been working the phones. He's um, he's a trader. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, he's um, and he's trying to plug holes. He's constantly working on it. Um, I mean, he and he and I have had discussions on different different aspects, so to speak um he he needs he needs helping pitching in the worst way in the world um right now that would be the that team's number one need, but with um uh let's say Geo was one that uh would jumped out at me if if uh Geo can ever learn. To control the ball a little bit, he's going to be tough. He's striking out. He had 109 strikeouts in 98 innings, 17 games started. Um, He needs him to step up. Um, But his starting pitching is is not that great. Uh, I think Brent Anderson... Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. Ricky Romero had 13 wins. That was his tops. Then Brent Anderson had 11 uh, Pelfrey had ten and that's the best he's got. He has he has no ace. Uh, I'll take well I'll, I'll take that back. He's got P V. He's also has um Jeff Jeff Francis was his main guy and he got hurt before the season even got underway, which was Right, like right. A big hit. So if Francis can come back, he could have he had he potentially has a nice one two punch of P V Francis. And Scott Olson. And Olson, if Olson is it on straight and his injury. Yep.
1: Exactly. So, I
0: mean, that, that could be a big improvement for him. but I really think that's something he needs to work on would be that area. Uh, the reserve batters um, are, are pretty bad. <laughs> um, you're looking at Alex Gordon with six home runs and 22 RBIs, and Ty Wigginton, and Connor Jackson, which Connor's been hurt, but um, that's not much to pull from from the bench. Um, he definitely needs some help there. I um, thinking a couple of years, though, he could, he'll could he be right up there, I think, with the top guys. He's got, I mean, it seems like he's just that close from what I'm seeing. Yeah, I think he will, too. He, and if you look down in the minors, I mean, um, if Cameron Maben ever decides to live up to what he should, he's um, got him... Um, Hosmer, Clement, uh, so he's got some bats that can come along for him. Yuhihara, I mean, he's got—he went down. Yeah. He was doing fairly solid, especially for the AO East. He went down with his injury, and he should be back to full strength next year, I believe. Right. I mean, it's right. And you would have hoped that uh, Angel Villalona would have been one coming, but uh, last I knew, he was still in a Dominican <laughs> jail. <laughs> Yeah, so, well, that was a that was a pretty bad hit. I mean it was normally that stuff is usually those fringe prospects, but he was he was one of the top ones for San Francisco. Yeah, absolutely, I mean, and you know, that's uh seems like that happens so often anymore in most anything. You know, I'm I'm sure him and Burgess are exchanging emails about why you don't take a pistol to a bar. <laughs> But anyhow, uh, yeah, he, uh, Chris Murray, um, Mario uh, was another one. You know, also, I mean, Aaron Hicks and um, Brad Lincoln has seems to come around in the minors finally. <clears throat> right. He seemed to be almost to that point to where people didn't even know if he would make it, but he seems to turn the corner. Right. Right. Yeah, I think he'll. He's got some stuff to work with there. Um, he, he's got some he can either or will be coming up for him and as we said to begin with um he's a trader he's a mover and uh and looking up and down his lineup i think some pitching help would put him in uh in contention i don't know whether to say contention this year but it would definitely make him stronger um you would know it when you got done playing him, that's for sure, yeah, um, yeah. which I think you already already do. I um, know he talked a lot about during the season of he never got a win, which... Right, right. I honestly, I don't know how that happened. It just had to have been the lining of the planets because his team looks like it not only should have gotten at least one win, but quite a few wins. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... it's if you put this lineup beside of, and I don't mean there's no disrespect to Al's team, but if you put it beside of the bums, there's no question. And if you put his team beside of a few more teams, uh, you still would say, okay, yeah, yeah, he can compete with this one, this one, and this one. Um, but yeah, to go the whole year with, with not a win, that, that like you said, the planets had to be lined up. Yeah, you know, maybe it, it had to be. I think it was just poorly timed. Streaks and some right, cold right. spells, and and it just happened to be that way. I mean, I right. so just I think next year is going to be different for Rockland. It'll be different. The one thing that he definitely needs to work, we well has to have, has to have. I won't say needs to. He has to. Uh, he has no saves. Uh, by, well, I think seven out of Franklin Morales and two out of Chris Perez that could bloom into something. Don't know yet. Uh, but he's right now the the save category is punted. He don't have anything there. the uh, Reserve batters are, you know, just they're not waiver wire material. Actually, <laughs> I hate to say that, but those would be the two areas that he needs to really look at. I Alex track. Gordon would be the one that I'd hang on to just just to see if he does pan out. Um, yeah, yeah, you could do that, absolutely. As good uh, as he was supposed to have been. As part of me does not want to believe he's done what he's doing. Right, right, right. So we'll label Rockland as a potential contender. Uh but this damage, I mean, they've got... a they're definitely going to be contenders next year. I mean, they've got Fielder, Sandoval with his 25 home runs and 330 batting average at close big right. uh, catcher. A couple of guys with 15 and then 25 plus home runs. He's really he's solid straight down. I mean, it, his team is solid even with Josh Hamilton pretty much being almost a non-factor. Yeah, he was out for the biggest part of the year, so that's yeah. Uh, uh, look at this—he had t- hit 336 at bats, so about a half a season. Yeah, I mean, uh, and he's pitching as as strong as anybody's in the league. I mean, that's that's a given. If you just uh, eight uh, starters and double figures and wins, and he's got a ton of 200 inning guys—one, two, three, one. Uh, eight, nine guys that went 200 or more innings. Pitching. Exactly, exactly. So. <clears throat> And he's got a good mix on the bench, um, with with a healthy Hamilton. I mean everything. I mean, uh, he's got some good power. He's got some steals. Uh, good batting average on the bench. So, so he, yeah, he looks. He looks like a he looks like a champion that'll be there for a while. Yeah, I mean the only the only real bad thing that I see is he maybe could use one or two more bats on the bench. If that, I mean it's. Just because two of the three are outfielders, and he's already got an you know, outfielder at DH, I mean, it's almost like move one of those guys and maybe get an infield backup. Right, right, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then he's got probably one of the best minor league pitching staffs. I can't tell you how many times I would get ready to sign a minor league pitcher and check to see if he was on a team, and he was on damage. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've looked at the yeah. same thing. I have. Man, very frustrating. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, okay. I think we'll see Bill around for several years if he just holds Pat with what he's got. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And next, okay, let's is, take a quick look at Beltway. Yeah, they've they've got solid guys. I mean, he's really Bill. He made a few trade deadline deals that seem to really work out. Uh, he's got Canerco with 28 home runs. LaRoche managed 25. After he got into Atlanta, he took off. Right. right. Bar- yeah. Back. To, yeah. Absolutely. That's. Uh, <clears throat> that made a big difference. I think he had the surprise production from Barmas of twenty-three home runs and DeRosa with his twenty-three. I mean, he had a lot of he had a lot of guys that normally don't. They all stepped it up at like the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He had. Um, well, Michael Michael Kedire. Um, you know Nelson Cruz uh, a lot of those guys but I think the biggest thing with him and I know this is well documented is floating these pictures in and out I think he's yeah. done a hell of a job with that and really the know. main ones that he kept if you look <clears throat> most guys, they'll have guys that are like the 2 and the 3 ERA, and then like the 5 and the 6 up and down beltway is pretty consistent with the four era i mean his yeah. entire bench pitcher pitching aside from reading and he's still 10 exactly is, yeah they're all fours he's consistent even the whip is consistent yeah yeah up and down the lineup it is it is uh and it, i mean it goes without saying he led the league with amount of wins this year and he led the league getting of losses uh in which that goes right to the system he was he was running, but uh, nothing wrong with that. Uh, the one thing I do see, especially down in these minors, he's got several pitchers that he's either going to have to keep or drop. Yeah, he's got um, David Hernandez, who he went past the 100 and pitch marker, I believe, during the playoffs after he was eliminated. Right, right. So, I mean, it's um, Ben Mazzaro, J.D. Martin. Um, uh, Vasquez will be close the first half of the year. There's gonna be a few uh, Brett Gardner as far as a batter goes. Uh, so there's a few. He's going to have to decide what to do with. Um, but he's done a good job with the team, and I see him contending again next year. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's what he's doing is working for him. I mean, it's he definitely should be in at least for the next couple of seasons, right up there with everybody else. Oh, absolutely. I think so, too. Absolutely. Next we have the Woo. Yeah, let's take a look at the Wooville. Who is, was anchored big time by Mark Reynolds and his 44 home runs and managed 24 stolen bases to boot. <clears throat> right, right. I mean, that was definite surprise season from him. He definitely could stand to use some pitching help. Yeah, that's uh, he's got two. He's got two guys in, in double figures and wins. Uh, he doesn't have that many starters. Uh, the bullpen is non-existent. Uh, JP Howell, is seventeen. Yeah. Um, and the starting pitching is just, you know, when you got well, J.A. Hap uh, would be be his best one, and when you're looking at him. And Ross Ollendorf has your two main guns out of the starting rotation. I think you got a problem. <laughs> uh, he needs a little work there. Yeah, but he's, he's got um Jordan Lyles, who's a very solid one. You've got Brandon Hynek and Ross Detweiler in the minors. So I mean, he's, he's got some pieces going. Plus Mike Stanton, I mean, if he needs to, he maybe could trade him for an extra norm. Exactly. I mean, it's that, that would be a big help. Yeah few trades and i think he could be in it which it maybe he already did with that possible Votto to Rockland deal that seems to be hinted towards on the forums here lately yeah yeah i think we'll have to wait a couple weeks to see how that one pans out because uh uh, we don't know exactly what he's got and what he's given up um the miners don't look too bad uh he's got a good selection uh, one that I will call out is uh, Kyle Blanks. Uh, that kid's level to turn out to be a 50-home run guy. Yeah, I mean, he's he's already here. He had 10 and only 148 at-bats. I mean, that just, just yeah. tells you what he could possibly do. Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to be a really good one. The uh, Woo, I mean, I, they're probably a couple of years away, but they're not far off. He's got to have pitching. I mean, yeah. he simply doesn't have any. That's um, that's the one thing with with his team that he has to improve on his pitching. That's simple as that. He, the bats are not so bad, um, but there's simply not enough arms uh, to keep this team in contention. So, um, a few of the right moves could be. Yeah. I mean, definitely, he's he could be there a couple of moves, and probably maybe a year later. Right, right. Okay, let's jump down to the very last one. Crawford cramps. Have a peep at the cramps. Biggest thing I see is only three reserve pitchers. That uh, yeah, that just simply won't won't go. I mean, this this guy, Brian, has got probably one of the best minor league systems. He's got a lot of potential. He's got Bowdoin, Carrasco, Elbert, Helkerson, Jared Parker, Perry, Parita, Recklin. I mean, he's they're waiting. I mean... <laughs> I, I think that's there, what he's, he's waiting on. <laughs> I really think that's that's his whole game plan. I think he's waiting on these guys. Which I mean it it may be the best thing because it seems like he's he'd be better off with the waiting with the ages of everybody. He doesn't really have aging veterans on his team. So it it may be best if he just lays back and well, hands off like he yeah. did this year to see what yeah. happens. That that's what I see. I mean he's up and down his batting lineup he's, I mean, he's very strong in steals uh, very competitive in power he's a little down in power uh he has no 100 rbi guys um I think he's got quite a bit too much reserve batters uh and but I think that will change if he, just, if he goes with more pitching coming up out of the system um and from the looks of what he's doing, I think that's that's the way he's going. I don't think he's going to do a lot of trading. I think he's going to depend on the system feeding it. Um, uh, Jeff Neiman, uh, Justin Verlander, I mean, he's got a couple of good Rick Rossello. Um, he's got some good starting pitching to build with. Um, Brian, that's you, too. For yeah, Baltimore. exactly. I mean, it's... It will, it's take a couple of years but once he gets there I think he should be he'll be a force I think so too after he waits yeah I think so too I really do he's uh but I think he's playing it this way this was totally intentional uh for him to do it like this but I can see him contending maybe in a year or two yeah I mean that's completely possible as well I mean it's really I mean it's it'd just be interesting to see what he does with his team <clears throat> right 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 okay that pretty well wraps up all four of them all right. um, That's, we're gonna we're going call it a night and uh, hope everybody's enjoyed this edition of the full count been a long time getting back here um, we'll try to be back somewhere around um, What do you think, Brent, around uh, uh, winter meeting time? Uh, That should be good to go, I would think. Somewhere in that area. And uh, we know everybody's taking a little time off now. Well, not everybody. If you look at the forum, there's quite a few in there. But um, I know the trades will open up here in a few days once the World Series is over. And we're liable to see some strange stuff pop up on the board. It will be interesting. Yes, it will. So, from snowy Stockholm, this is the old left-hander around third and heading for home. Good night, everybody. Just went waving him in. See ya. Bye-bye.